Here at PCA, we use the phrase, established for life. Well, the life part really begins after we leave the halls of Prestonwood. So, where are they now? How are they reaching the world? These are the inside stories of lions leaving legacies and our journeys with Jesus. I'm Veronica Erickson, the Director of Alumni Relations, and this is Life Talk. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life Talk. I'm Veronica Erickson, Director of Alumni Relations here at PCA. Before we jump into our terrific podcast with Brittany Beeson, I just want to make a quick plug for Homecoming, which is coming up very soon, Friday, October 7th. The parade will be in the morning, so bring your kids if you'd like to jump in the alumni spot. But mostly in the afternoon, beginning at 5.30, we will have our alumni art show before the game and festivities. We'll have past hors d'oeuvres. You can come into the Welcome Center, pick up your passes, and then head out to the game. And of course, we'll have all the fun and festivities at the top of the game with the alumni dinner in the plaza area. So keep that in mind. Friday, October 7th. Hope to see you there. Bring your family. And let's jump right in listening to Brittany Beeson. So, Dan. Veronica. School is back in session. It's here. There's actually now students running down the hall, which. um, So, if you hear something crazy going on, it's, yeah. I know. I know. We're in our fancy schmancy media room. I know. And if alumni have not seen our fancy schmancy media room. Uh It's kind of hard to say. Try it one more time. No. They need to swing by and see it. (laughs) Right? Because this is really cool. Yeah. No, it's good. And I also think that there's going to be a very high chance that I might get mistaken as a student because, let's face it, I'm still five foot three on a good day. And, you know, I I, I just, I would have a major uniform violation because I obviously would not be wearing my uniform. But, I will not. I will not be mistaken. As a student. Uh uh. So, no. 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 I've got wisdom in my my hair. (laughs) Right? So, that guy ain't a student. Uh, <laughs> I know I've got painted in wisdom in my hair, but it's so it. good. Okay. So, um, we so who a, we, yeah, who are we talking with today? Special guest today. Special guest today. Someone who really, um, really brought, definitely brought her in from another country. I know. <gasps> so, as someone who yes. is the head of the biblical worldview team, yes, we have somebody who has gone out and really seen the world. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, not saying that north of. You know, 121 is not the world, but really... Hey, the call, the call right, yeah. is to your Jerusalem, right? Uh-huh. Then your Samaria, then to the ends of the earth. Correct. Right? So yeah. we're, we're here, no, making a good. difference. Thank you for bringing right? me back she to went, that. It's she true. went to the ends of the earth. Yeah. I don't know if Hungary's the ends of the earth. But anyway, it's got to Oh, come. you dropped a clue. <laughs> I did. You dropped a clue. I That's did. good. So we have 06 grad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the 06s. 06, what's up? Um, we have Brittany Beeson with us today. I'm so Howdy. pumped about Hello. this. Good we've, to be here with y'all. Yes. We're great. So it's fun. great to have you. We, um, we've been having a good laugh before this thing kicked off. Yeah. So um, I'm sure for your classmates and those listening and anyone who knew you and your family and your parents and your brother and everyone, like the infectious laughter. We were loud. Is here. <laughs> we yes. were. Even in I our, was loud. I got the, in trouble yeah. a lot for say, talking. The, be- and the Beesons <laughs> were a presence. They were. Yes. Yeah. It still are. Yeah, still, still are. Yeah, so. Still are. Still are. Yeah. Sorry for everyone out there that <laughs> has to deal with my dad. I'm just kidding. Oh, my He's gosh. Awesome. No. Amen. Both of them. Just such a fire family all together. So we're pumped to have you here. Um, catch us up to speed on life, right? So you graduated yes. in 06. 
kind of talk us through what you've been doing, not only over the last... What happened? It was a blur. Right? Mm-hmm. It so is. So long ago. It's crazy. It's a big blur. What happened over the last few years? We want to dive into that because you've been doing some really cool things, but also what happened post-grad, right? Yeah. So where'd you go? Where'd you head off to? Let's so hear it. 2006, graduated from PCA, and I went to none other than Texas A&M, there you go. It's been a while since I've done that. Yeah, no. Yeah. We can, yeah, we People can. in Hungary don't know about Texas A&M. So <laughs> They're so blessed. They don't? <laughs> I'm a little rusty. I know, I know. They're so blessed. See, I went to Texas A&M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I my dad, actually, I know. I know. a part yeah. of my story is I wanted to go to UT, and I didn't get accepted. Oh. Yeah. So my college started out with rejection and <laughs> failure. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's okay. Were you welcomed by the Aggies? I really was. Good. Yeah, I Good. went to fish camp. Did your dad go to a game? He did. Oh. And he actually fell oh, in love with goodness. A&M. He got maroon shirts. I know. I don't know this about him. Full yeah. convert. Yeah. Fully convert. I know. So you can Unimpressed. shame him about Mike. it. Come I know. On. I know. So, so he fell in love. Okay. And yeah, went to AM, studied biology okay. at AM. I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Making Miss Lumley and Miss Grabbit. Yes. Yes. yes Some exactly. old names. Yeah, I know. It was through yeah. them yeah. that I was like, ooh, oh. this science stuff is really fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I did that. And then actually, after I graduated from AM, God had other plans. And I moved to Hungary to be a missionary instead of being a doctor. Yeah. All right. Sure. That's so, just, yeah. Other plans. Where's, yeah. Is that the category we're putting in? I had yes. other yes. plans. I had other plans. Yes. My word. All right. Yes. We're going to hit pause. Okay. So <laughs> I know. Just little, little changes. So Brian, Texas. Am I right? I, Brian my, College Station. Brian yeah. Y'all. It's like Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. Yep. I know. I went to yeah. SMU. So yes. it's okay. It's, it's just, a good place. It's all good. I stayed within the Park City's radius. Um, no, but with that, straight from College Station yes, to Hungary. To Hungary. When did this? How far after? Your, yes. Well, right? your your dad says that it had to do. Oh, yeah, some I'm curious part, what he said. Some part with you going on mini mester. <laughs> it is from true. PCA it because is that true. that really revolutionized his life. Yes. Because he watched you and saw what happened to wow. you. So is yeah. that all part of the story? It is. Did oh. we have yeah. a Hungary um, mini-mester trip? No. We didn't. I actually went to Hungary and the Czech Republic with the Prestonwood oh, right. Choir oh, mission trip. Oh, right. Yes, but yes, my yes. first time going overseas on a mission trip was to Honduras in ninth grade on okay. mini-mester okay. with you... Jenny Brady oh, nice. and Dr. Navarro. Oh, nice. And yeah, so I was I became a Christian when I was younger, but really when I came to PCA in seventh grade, I think that's when I first heard about how to have a relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. how to have a quiet time. Mm -hmm. And I think being around the teachers, Mm -hmm. because I was a handful, but I really think teachers like Pam Purdom, Shannon Lichty, I was was so loud and did a lot of shenanigans. She did. Yes, I did. God statue. was using them for big plans. Hey, I sta- know. Statue of limitations hasn't run on all those things yet, so <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to be bringing everything out yet, right? I know, I know. Right. We're down for stories. I know. We're down so, yeah, for I guess stories. like through, and I don't think I realized it at the time, but I did the mini master thing, yeah. and I think God really, it was like through those trips each year yeah. that he like started to expand mm. my view of the world and of yeah. evangelism in particular. Okay. And I was so, really. So you started ninth grade in Honduras. Ninth grade in Honduras. Did you go some other place? 
places as well? I think the rest of my time I played softball, so I yeah. think I stayed in okay. the States and okay. did a local Like missions. a cinema class? I did that. <laughs> I did yes. that one mini semester a year. Yeah. <laughs> local missions. We don't, we don't yeah. even do that anymore. No, there there's... wasn't like Africa at the time <laughs> no, or like I a know. Europe tour. Oh, I probably would have done that. It's really, it's really elevated. Yeah, and it really has. Dan's at the tip of the spear on all of those plans as yeah. well. And right? your dad actually still. I know. Yeah. He's, he's he, killing it. Yep. I mean, yep. it's just, it's awesome. He's trying to cast that vision. Yes, it's so great. great. Yeah. But I didn't, and yeah, in high school, I didn't have a vision for the world. I didn't have a vision for evangelism. Right. I was just so living what my life, focused on myself, doing sports, trying to be funny. Yeah. But when I went to, I went to A&M. Success. I know. Successful. Success. <laughs> I don't know. But tell me you what you think, funny. people. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you think. Then I went to A&M. And yep. I didn't want to go. Yep. Did a freshman year there, mm-hmm. and I wanted to work at Sky Ranch. Uh-huh. I applied to be a counselor, and I got rejected again. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then my mom heard about a mission trip with crew to Hungary, and she was like, I had been to Hungary the summer before on a Prestonwood Choir mission trip, didn't really like it. Sure. They're yeah. a more closed culture, so I... Yeah, I was like, these people are not very friendly, and I went for a week. So my mom was like, yeah, I heard about this mission trip to Hungary. You can either go on it or get a job. And I was (laughs) like, I'm not going to get a job. I'm going to go on this mission trip to Hungary. And even, like, the week before I, like, hit my nose, I was like, oh, I broke my nose. I I can't can't go go. on this mission trip. And (laughs) I didn't know anyone. I had never heard about crew before. And then I went, and it was that summer that God changed the trajectory wow. of my life. Wow. Um, Which summer was that? That was the summer of 2007. Okay. Okay. So like one fresh year after. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In my first year of college, I was trying to walk with the Lord in the best way I knew how, but really I was just, yeah, I had experienced all of this rejection coming mm-hmm. out of high school. Mm-hmm. And high school, I did feel like were my glory days. Mm-hmm. And then I went to college. I wasn't popular anymore. I didn't play sports anymore. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, got rejected from my university yep. from working at camp. Mm-hmm. And so I really was seeking out other things to mm-hmm. try to make myself feel good and have meaning mm-hmm. in my life. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, then when I went that summer, I think really, as I look back, I was just hungry for God and mm-hmm. for the gospel, mm-hmm. and I had no yeah. idea. So, it, but it, it's funny how God uses rejection, yes, right? As opposed to because people take rejection and they take it negatively, yes. As opposed to if God wants to steer you in a particular direction, sometimes He has to close doors so that you go through other ones that are open, yes. Mm-hmm. So, he does. if He wants to get you to a place and He doesn't want you to be at UT, right? yeah. If He doesn't want you to be at Sky Ranch, yep. right? those doors have to close. Yes. Did you mean to say UT? Yeah. I think you. I think you. Oh, I see what <laughs> you're saying. Didn't want her there. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. So I mean, you know, yeah, ugly, your life so. might have gone in a completely different direction. And I think it would. I have. thought that was a Freudian slip. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> are you doing this? Because no, no, I see. He yes. didn't. I yeah, gotcha. Yeah. No, it's true, but it's uh, it's it's how he pushes us mm-hmm. sometimes in that direction. So. Pun intended, you were hungry, hungry. for the Lord. I did. I yes, did see good that. Job. Um, thank you. Yes. Um, and all the dads, dad jokes out there, <laughs> you make you proud. Um, so when you get to Hungary, mm-hmm. talk to us about that. Like, was it 
you know, that initial first. Yeah, you were just going on a mission trip, right? I was just yeah. going on a mission trip, having fun, yeah. seeing the world. What happened? Then I, crap, I did this Bible study and we talked about God's glory. And I don't, maybe we talked about that at school and church. I just don't remember. And I think, yeah, I think as I look back at my life, I realized like I was not living for the Lord. I was living for self. And Mm -hmm. so when we learned Mm -hmm. that the purpose of our life is to glorify God, I was like shook. I was like, God, what does that mean? What in my life have I not been seeking you for and giving to you? And so that just ruined me. So I think in that moment, God just like, yeah, really altered my life, my view of him. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time maybe that I was like, okay, God, like I'm going back to A&M or my career or my Mm -hmm. friends. Like, what do you want me to do? How do you want to use Mm -hmm. me? How can I glorify you the most? And I also learned about the Holy Spirit for the first time for me. Yes. And I, that really took root in my – yeah. Okay. And so I, I am, was like – I am giving a big head nod because I, I, I feel you. Like when the light bulb actually goes off on that, which, you know, let's also cut our students and some high schoolers some slack here. Yes. Because it actually is, in my opinion – a next level of maturity yes, as a human it is. that you have to get it. Yes. Like it's not, hey, like the frontal lobe of the brain is not fully formed all the way. And, and, and I am just, <laughs> I'm saying like, I think that some things, this is why our walk grows yeah, through does. the years, light bulbs go off later or yeah. it did for me at least. Yeah. So same. I hear you. Same. And yep. I'm, I'm like, I'm like full body nodding. Yes. Like, okay, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's called yeah. sanctification. It is. It's a process. It is. And Dance I hate like. that. I reject that <laughs> now, but it's true. Yeah. I know. No, but, but it is true. And I it think is. that, um, so, so kind of get back to like, okay, so realizing, wow, we are created yeah. to glorify yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Point yeah. blank. And then I also think like, I, the mission trip was five weeks long, and so I became really oh, good friends yeah. with Hungarians, cool. who I'm still friends with today. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was revolutionizing for me. I don't think I ever, yeah, I don't, I never had a friend that was from a different country, mm-hmm. a different culture. And then I think also hearing stories from local student, Hungarian students, and they shared, like, they had never heard the gospel before. Mm-hmm. And so I think in that moment was when I was like, wow, there's people outside of the United States who are on fire for the Lord, mm-hmm. and there's people outside of the United States who have never heard the gospel and who are waiting for people to come and to tell yeah. them. Yep. Yeah. And maybe I can do something about that. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I went back to A&M, and that just was like, sitting with me, bothering me. Mm-hmm. And I remember praying. I'm like, God, like, this is just disrupting my life, how you've, like, let, allowed me to see what's going on around in another country. And it felt like an ex-boyfriend, you know, that you, like, can't get rid of. <laughs> and it's just, like, there messing with your yeah. mind. Um, so I was like, okay, God, like, either show me what's next in connection with hungry or, like, please get it out of my mind because it's really bothering me. 
I love those prayers too. Whenever we've like paused to say, okay, if this is what you want for me, yeah. great. If not, push it out of my mind. Yes. I mean, I've had a few yes. situations like that myself. Yeah. Okay. So walk us through what, what happens next in the story. Yeah, so then in college, I heard about this two-year internship with Crew, Mm -hmm. where after you graduate college, you can go and serve with them overseas. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) And tell us, for some might know and some might not know, what's Crew? Crew, formerly known in the olden days. Campus Crusade for Christ. There you go. Thank (laughs) you, Dan. Thank you. Yes. And their purpose is to reach students around the world with the gospel. Currently in college. In college, but now they're also reaching high school students. They have a military ministry. But I guess their bread and butter was seeing student movements Mm -hmm. everywhere. Got it. And so ultimately seeing the world Mm -hmm. be reached with the gospel and know him. Okay. So that's crew. So, yeah, that's who I went to Hungary with in college, and I heard about this opportunity to go after college. Mm -hmm. And that was another moment where I'm like, Hey, Lord, um, I wanted to go to medical school. Like, that was the path that I was on. But I have this passion and this burden for hungry. So do I go towards medical school? Do I go towards this, like, internship in hungry with crew? And so after two years of praying about what the Lord wanted me to do, I decided to forgo pursuing mm-hmm. med school, and I decided to move to Hungary for two years. And then two years turned into 10, which is just hilarious. Dang. See, so, yeah, I never in my <laughs> life thought, I never had met a missionary, never yeah. considered being a missionary, but I think I was so burdened by the need of the gospel in Hungary. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something I've learned about myself. I'm just really burdened by needs. Mm-hmm. So if there's, yeah, whether it's poverty, whether yeah. it's the gos- the need of the gospel, or I don't know, I just yep. was very motivated towards that. Well, but I think one of the bigger things is, right, when you're, when you're not self-centered mm-hmm. and you begin to look at the world and ask the question, God, what do you want me to do? Then he can say to you, hey, Brittany, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. you don't have to obey that. No. Right? You can just say, nah, you know what? I'm just going to take care of me. Yes. Um, but you miss out on so much of what God not only wants to do through you, but what he wants to do in you to prepare you for what he calls you to. Yeah. So you said, you said yes. Yeah. You said, yeah. yeah, use me. Now, a lot of people have a fear that that yes becomes 10 years in Hungary. Yeah. Right? Where it doesn't have to be. No. Right? Not for you, it did, mm-hmm. right? But I think that just that, you know, the concept is your, your yes, right? Our theme for this year is all in, hmm. right? Put your yes on the table and wherever God wants to take you, that's where he wants to take you. Yeah. But understanding that your God is a good God and he wants to provide for you and take you where he wants to use you, for you, it happened to be hungry. Yeah. And it's an amazing to see the life transformation that happened through it. For somebody yes. else, it might be med school. Right, and they exactly. go out there and they become that yep. medical doctor, and yeah. they do whatever it is. Yeah. Right, but you you put your yes on the table, and it's amazing just to see what God did with you and through you. Yeah, so it's just yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I think because of my story, like you were touching on the goodness of God, I think just because of like being rejected mm-hmm. from university, from that's very like Hungarian university. Yeah, that's what they, I went to university to so being know. rejected from college. college. I'm sorry, my English is not yeah. very good. <laughs> being rejected from college and just yeah. many other things throughout 
throughout college, I think I really questioned the goodness of God. And I'm like, he doesn't want good for me. And I think, yeah, it's funny, but I think through going to Hungary and being a full-time Christian worker, it's like God actually used those years in my 20s to truly change my life. And so I, I feel thankful that I got rejected. I went to AM and I feel thankful that I ended up in Hungary because yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like all vocations, right. like we can glorify God, but I needed, I went to save the world, but really mm. God saved me totally. through the process. Yeah. Well, we, we laugh. I mean, our mini master, you know, we talk about taking kids to other places as if we're going to go serve and we're going to go minister. And the reality is, and our kids don't get it, <laughs> it's for them. Yeah. Right. It's for God to get a hold of them, for yeah. them to see something and put them in an uncomfortable situation and for them to go, what? Right. Because, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to get them out of here where yep. everything is comfortable and everything's kind done. Of. Well. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, they're sitting here air conditioning with their coffee. I know, yeah. water, double whammy. So, so tell us yeah, a little bit you. about what Hungary was like as a mm-hmm. country, as a people, right? While you were there, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, there's third world countries. I wouldn't put Hungary in a third world no, country. but as a Starbucks. A, right, but as a, as, a, mm-hmm. as a former kind of, you know, I'm thinking after World War II, yeah. like what happened to Hungary? Like yeah. what is it like now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were there, so you said two years goes to 10 years. Uh-huh. So which years? It was 07 so I, to... I was there full time yep. from 2010 okay. to 2020. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Solid decade. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting, but ever since the end of the 80s, Hungary really took off in terms of the gospel going forth through many Americans who had come to Hungary. They moved there in the 80s, like whenever the Iron Iron Curtain was still, when it existed and communism Mm -hmm. still existed. And so, yeah, I think that it was one of the first countries within Eastern Europe where, yeah, the gospel was more speedily going forth. Cool. Mm -hmm. And so Hungary at least with Campus Crusade, they had a college ministry, a high school ministry, and they were even allowed to do special programs within the schools. So Crew in Hungary partnered with the government in Hungary. Oh, wow. And they created this, like, good moral teaching thing that teachers could, like, teach to their students. And through the process, non-believing teachers were sharing the gospel to their students. Wow. So it's just wild. Um, I know. The exact Exact opposite opposite is happening in America. Exact opposite. Like, let's just sit on that for a second. That is like the exact opposite is happening. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So there really was an openness to the gospel. Yeah. And here you can't go into a school and preach the gospel, but somehow Mm -hmm. in Hungary, God opened that door and we could freely go into high schools and say like, hey, I'm a Christian. I work with a Christian group. Come and join us. Or we could share the gospel in classrooms. And and yeah, Hungary is a really fun culture. I think when I went in high school and I was like, these people are mean. Actually, (laughs) it's a beauty. I know, but it's a beauty of their culture and like I think in America we like appear very yeah. like friendly yeah. and like and then you're really not and then we're not or yeah. you it's really hard to like peel back the layers and get to know our real selves but in yeah. Hungary it's the opposite maybe they appear more reserved. like standoffish yeah. reserved like on the bus everyone just like rides in silence Polite. and and I'm very <laughs> loud yeah so I got 
in trouble a lot on the buses. Yeah. But bus etiquette 101. Yes, I uh, failed Brit- that Britney a lot. Sit. I was like, I can't change who I am. You know, this is how God made me. Yeah. But then anyway, if you sit down with a Hungarian yeah. to have coffee with them, yeah. they would just share things with you that maybe they never shared with anyone else. And oh, so it was cool. just really fun to connect with people. And I just really love their definition of friendship. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a depth to the way that they do life and connect with others. And so I think that made it really fun for me personally yep. as I formed friendships yep. and also in doing ministry. It's a beautiful place. The yeah. language is very difficult. So that was fun. Because yeah. I never tried with yeah. Spanish here. Dr. Navarro knows. We always joke about it. Yep. I know. Yeah. I mean, we got the, this is why I'm like, let's just cut our students some slack. I mean, the alumni are listening, right? I'm not sure how many actual students, current enrolled students listen, but just, you know, it might click for you later in life. Yes, That's later. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. There's no shame. You've got the basics. Yes. <laughs> so how, no how, how was walking away from Hungary then after investing 10 years into a people and a culture, mm-hmm. right? What was, the, what was the change then? Yeah. And you left in September of 2020. I left in right? September okay. of 2020. So now you're back in the States. Yes, I'm back in the States now, and I live in Orlando. Okay. And yeah, and while I was in Hungary, I was doing high school ministry And then the last part of my time in Hungary, I was actually helping to pioneer the sending branch of the crew ministry there. And yeah, so while I was in Hungary, I just, God began to do another work in my heart. And I was like, yes, people in Hungary need the gospel, but there are people in parts of the world like India and the Middle East who have no missionaries, no Bible, Mm -hmm. no one is going to these people to share the gospel. And so, again, it was another moment where I was really disturbed and burdened. I'm like, God, my life only makes sense if I'm either going myself to these places or I'm helping to mobilize people to go. And I think I love to promote change, but then when change happens to you, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I never thought I would come back to the state. So, like, that's been really challenging, just relearning my own culture Right. Just like you're hearing, I don't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> university. I don't, university. I don't know how to grocery shop anymore. I mean, uh, it's always changing. There's like Instacart now. There's a lot of differences. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I pick up my groceries just from pulling up into the parking lot. Yes. That's changed. But, yes. Yeah. Um, I know. But that's it's also crazy. my preference. So that's a But I think that's, that's something I like because no. of COVID. I'm like, I, thank I you. Know. Yep. Here were so that's things. a good thing. So, Okay. I mean, and you never know, because obviously, like, the Lord works in seasons, and he might be giving you a calmer, more preparatory-type yes. season, yes. and you might be sent forth again, that and we, for all we know, yeah. you know, yes. there's a lot of, like, untouched area out yeah. there still, yes. uh, which is something that I don't think we often think about, yeah. right? Like, we... We, we talked about this before we went live on the podcast is, you know, growing up in um, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, in the bubble, in all of these things that um, some of our alumni definitely felt when they left the halls of Prestonwood. Mm-hmm. So um, I know we definitely want to touch on some of the worldview pieces and things that you can kind of speak into the, that. But as far as like tying it back a little bit to PCA and your foundation, mm-hmm. right? Like you came here in seventh grade, ninth grade, you started going on mini masters. As far as like when you look back on your general like foundation mm-hmm. of coming up and being at school here, 
what stands out to maybe contributed um, to the light bulb and thing go, things really fully going off later in life? Anything in particular? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was relationships with teachers mm-hmm. at Prestonwood. I think I always, like, gravitated towards, like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. Let's be BFF. And now it's fun. We can be friends. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was a handful in high school. But as I as I look back, I think about, like, for example, Pam Purdom. Mm-hmm. She was a cheerleading coach. She did – she was other teachers stuff. Mm-hmm. I forgot what class. I know. I think she, she was, taught. like, student ministry or something. I don't know. At she one wrote point. the Word Star school song. She oh, did. yeah. There you go. I forgot. Yeah. Go Pam. Yeah. Joel put it to music, but it's Pam's of course. words. It's true. I know he kind of gets and a then, little more of the credit. I know he does. She's not here anymore. I, though. Not. I know, but no. I always say, oh, Joel T with the, with yeah. the school I know, song. and Pam. Yeah, but I, that was Kate, a good deal. Kate, was, and, was yeah. she your... Yep, we your, graduated together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like she saw a mm-hmm. lot of my, you know, the Pot- ways... Potential? Potential, <laughs> but she saw like the ways I was acting out yeah. and like not being kind to people and just the, yeah the ways that I was living my life. But I, she was someone that always would point me back to Jesus and mm. love on me and give me grace. And so I think it was moments like that with teachers actually yep. that I can look back now and be like it was moments like that that really changed yep. me throughout the years. Yeah. So I think that that's why I feel passionate about doing the same with high school students. And That's definitely a continuation of passing the baton. Yes. You know? Yeah. And our uh, teachers, they are in this for the right reasons mm-hmm. yeah. because it's, you know, it's not like, you know, some people go into professions and they want to provide for their families in big ways, mm-hmm. right? But that's not what it's about. And obviously here, it's like investing in the next generation yeah, and now absolutely you've taken that baton speaking of investing mm-hmm. right um you're still raising support correct right and so here's the thing like i want our alumni to support our alumni yes That'd be awesome so we're going to put in the show notes a way for people to support you yeah um and they can do that um but give, give me a little um like if you had to tell our alumni i mean and they're out there right they're doing their jobs or raising their families whatever um how important would it be for them to think about that idea of, hey, how is God going to use me and what part missions plays in that, right? Because I don't want them just to like, hey, hey write Brittany a check. Um, but wouldn't would you encourage people to actually go on a mission trip? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think ultimately we want to see God's glory cover the earth like water the seas. Mm -hmm. And I think we as believers are called to go or to send. And I think some of us, we can't go or Mm -hmm. God may not lead us to go. But I think all of us are called to be a part of sending, whether that's giving to people, praying, or somehow mobilizing people to go. But I think going in itself, like you mentioned, Dan, it's like a life. It changes your life as you go. I just think, I mean, everybody's going to take a family vacation coming up. Yeah. Right. Why not? What if you used your family vacation instead of just going someplace and saying, hey, people come serve me? Yeah. What if you did a family vacation? That'd be awesome. For a week. That'd be awesome. Just something different. Show show your kids, hey, it's not all about us. Let's go to Hungary, maybe, or some other place. (laughs) Right. And just. India, why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think as you go on a mission trip, you truly get to experience the people and the culture, maybe in a different way. way. And it does expand your culture and matures Mm -hmm. your kids, maybe. So I would definitely encourage people Mm -hmm. to pray and consider Mm -hmm. going on a mission trip with your church or with any organization or contact me. I'll tell you some opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Any, like, kind of encouraging advice to our alums? Like, let's say they've graduated. And they, you know, thought they'd be somewhere in two years. It's now 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And they're either looking, going, okay, I didn't think my life would be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some for the positive, some maybe not so positive. Mm-hmm. Any encouragement on that front for them? I know. I wish y'all could see Brittany's face right now. She's looking at me like, <laughs> like why'd you throw that at me, What do I say? Where do no. I even begin? But really, like, you know, obviously each new day is a new day. But if people are in their mid-30s now, they're inching on 40s. And yeah. they are like, what the heck? Yeah. I didn't think my life would be here. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I think something I've been reflecting on a lot in the past few years, even though I've So people might look at me and be like, oh, my gosh, she's been a missionary for this long. She probably gets it and understands it all. But I think something I've been reflecting on is that God loves me and Mm. he has forgiven me. And, yeah, nothing is hidden from him and nothing Mm. is a surprise. And so I think I myself can get easily discouraged about you know, way in ways that I've struggled or just in the way that my life has shifted and adjusted throughout these years. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, it's like we are never too far gone and God always loves us. Right. He always will extend his grace to us. And I know I need that reminder every mm-hmm. single day. Amen. So I think that would just be my encouragement Mm -hmm. that, yeah, no matter where you are or no matter how life has turned out, Mm -hmm. it's like God still loves you even in that. Yep. Yeah. And for those of us who, you know, walked the halls of PCA, one thing I'm now sitting in the seat of a parent that I've had to remind Mm. myself is, is it's still school, right? There's still disciplines and Saturday schools and uniform violations and all of this stuff that comes with just – going to school and like being part of the school process. But, you know, in tandem with that, we had our walk with the Lord, Mm -hmm. right? And so if there were things that people were maybe holding against the school or holding against just their like education and, you know, being a Looney Tune or whatever. (laughs) I sound so geriatric when I say that. (laughs) Looney Tune. But you know what I know. I'm like, I threw the word groovy out there the other day. I nearly lost it. I was like, oh, my word. That's pretty hip. No. (laughs) Bringing it back. I can't breathe right now. But uh, with that, though, like our – our walk with Jesus mm-hmm. is separate from – I mean, some of that definitely, you know, played into it, right? And I get it. But really, like, he knew where we'd be sitting yeah. today, you know, whether you're listening in your car, whether you're on a flight, wherever you are right now. He knew that, you know, well past the halls of Prestonwood and PCA, you'd be sitting here listening to this today. And um, and just knowing that reminding ourselves, no matter what, he loves us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Preach. Know? 
Hey, I'm just thrilled you put your yes on the table, yeah. right, years ago and, you know, said, God, whatever you want to do with me. I will say this, just thinking about the discouragement and disappointment, right, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially within even the body mm-hmm. itself. Um, I'm always reminded about the idea that, um, you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the enemy, right, can even work within, right, crew mm-hmm. or a private Christian mm-hmm. school or mm-hmm. a family mm-hmm. that loves the Lord, um, because he's like, you know, I don't, I don't want you to go share the gospel yeah, to the right. ends of the earth. I don't need you to train people from Hungary to take the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I discourage? How can I distract? How can I disappoint? How can I do all those you know, things? Um, and so just, you know, a reminder that, you know, your, your usefulness to the Lord um, and his ability to use you in spite of who we are and our own failings is an amazing concept of just keep on putting your yes on the table, yeah. right? And just like say, okay, that. okay, God, you know, I mean, that was discouraging, but I'm I'm here. I'm ready for whatever the next journey is and yeah. wherever it is. And it may not be as cool as hungry, <laughs> um, but it might be something totally different, right? right? You know, it's, yeah. it's it's Orlando, it's this, it's that. Wherever you go, the gospel needs to be there. Yeah. It needs to be lived out. It needs to be seen and people's lives can be changed because of it. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I appreciate your service to the Lord in yes. what you did, yes. um, and I'm excited about what you're going to do. Thank y'all. Thanks, Brittany. It's been great having it's you. It's been fun. Good to laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Life Talk. We love hearing the stories of what God is doing in and through the lives of our alumni. If the Lord is doing something amazing in your life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And until then, let your life talk.